Hey everybody, it's me, Gina, and this is A Place for Us. A Place for Us podcast is a special kind of podcast that came out of a desire on my part to create a special place. One might even call it a sacred place where I could share deep thoughts or talk about things that are really bugging me or that I'm passionate about, all with the intention of bringing my passion and my heart and definitely my vulnerability to the airwaves, hoping that someone who listens might be inspired or influenced or simply experience spending time with my intimate thoughts with me as I get vulnerable. So this one is really and truly about pulling back the curtain in my heart and inviting you to do the same. It's all about taking risks, feeling the fear and doing it anyway, making a ruckus, making a difference in whatever that looks like for you and making sure whatever that looks like makes you happy. And part of what inspired me to do this is reflection. I started this journey of Mrs. Green's world when I was 57. I'm like, what are you out of your mind? Not only was I reinventing myself, it was in an area that I knew nothing about. Radio broadcasting, marketing strategies, uh, hashtags, having a sound engineer, recording equipment. I didn't know anything. And I did it anyway. I took the leap. And it doesn't matter what it just taught me. It doesn't matter if you're 25 or 95. Just freaking do it. And go back a step. When I went to the Amazon, which is really a big impetus for me starting this journey, the rainforest got me. I mean, it really got me. And there are stereotypes about ages. And believe me, now that I'm 71, I feel them. And you can tell if someone was raised to respect older people or not by the way they treat you. And thank you to all those parents out there that raise their kids to recognize wisdom and that the older people that you're talking to might know something that you don't because you definitely know something that they don't. So here I was again in the Amazon rainforest. And of course, I was the oldest one in the group. And that can be humiliating or not. It depends on how you spin it. So you've taken this risk, you pivot, you're going to make a change. So here I am in the rainforest and we're walking across this log and I have these rubber boots on and I'm aware that I'm the oldest and thinking, how's this going to be? Some rigorous hills to climb. I mean, there were parts of it where like, I am so tired, but I did it. And my boot slipped off the log. So I was the first one. And instead of being embarrassed, I said, well, it had to happen first one time and I'm the first. And everybody laughed and they felt comfortable about it. And my boot got stuck in the mud. So it was like even more embarrassing. And I made light of it because I thought, Murph, you're out there doing stuff. You're not sitting home waiting to get old. You're the oldest one. Do with that what you can. And was it ever a blast? The other part of taking risks is I still know people that go to work every day I understand it, no judgment on my part, so they can get a paycheck every two weeks. That's the culture that we have created. So I remember calling my brother one day and I was crying and I said, Bri, I am so scared. I am out on a limb, out on a cliff, out on the edge again, and I'm really scared. And he said, yeah. I said, well, that's not what you're supposed to say. He said, Gina, 
that's you. That's your life. You're not happy if you're not out there taking risks. And I really never thought about it that way. You don't wake up and say, oh, I'm going to take a big risk someday. I'm going to take a big risk next week. You wake up with an idea or a crystal of an idea and you say, I think I might have the courage to do this and wait for the reactions, wait for the naysayers, wait for the people that say, just do it. Bet the farm. You have everything it takes. Surround yourself with those kind of people. Trust me, because I have. And in my opinion, those people that are going to work every day, that are marking it off their calendars till they retire in three and a half years, are missing something that I haven't had to miss. And that's my focus on happiness and asking myself every day, does this fill me up? Does this feed my soul? Does this make me happy? And for me, I realize since it's about seven, I have a purpose-driven life. That's not a big pat on the back. It's my makeup. It's my DNA. It's hard wiring that started guiding me, that I started listening to, that I'm sure my parents instilled in me. But don't overlook happiness. I think the financial paradigms are shifting. I think we're going to see new types of communities that recognize that not everybody can afford $3,800 or $2,800 or $1,800 or $800 a month for rent. So new relationships will be forged. New kinds of living together in community will be forged. And that's going to take risks too. I think... Our future is bright if we all get on board with happiness, living consciously, and knowing that what we do has an impact. And being happy has an impact. It makes you want to do more. It makes you want to give more. It makes you want to be more part of the community. At least for me, it does. So I don't want to go on and on and on, but my message is, my takeaway, it doesn't matter how old you are. If you have a dream and you want to follow it, figure out how to take that risk and just freaking do it. Might you lose everything? Yep. You have to know that going in. I had a friend, Charlie Meeker, that said, are you willing to bet the farm? Are you willing to bet the farm? Well, I don't even have a farm. And I said, Charlie, what does that even mean? He said, are you willing to put the farm up for collateral and lose everything if this doesn't work? And that's a deep thought question. And the answer to me wasn't just a resounding yes, it's, well, what the heck else are you going to do? You're on this path, so you have to do it. And there were financial downsides for my family and me that I didn't think we were going to have to experience, but we did. And even then, when we'd have a family meeting, I'd say, so guys, do I need to get a regular job where I get a paycheck every two weeks and there's a retirement plan and I'm going to be building for my future? And thank goddess, my family said, no, mom. And my husband said, Gina, do what you love. And I'm not sorry. I don't have any regrets whatsoever. I have surrounded myself with the most amazing people. My team is second to none, trust me. They helped me build this village from day one. And some of them have been by my side almost from day one. And it made me happy. And for the most part, it made them happy and filled their souls. And people stepped up, overworked and underpaid, but there's a piece of it that gave them the lifestyle or the answer to their life's purpose or the mission that they wanted to fulfill. And it made their heart feel full. 
and in some cases made their hearts sing. So just get a bumper sticker that says, just freaking do it. And you don't have to drop everything and do it today. But if you're one of those people that has the seed, that has the kernel of an idea, the best I can hope for is that I just help water it a little bit and that you'll reach out to me and say, I felt the fear and I did it anyway. And I'll be by your side. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of my world. Each and every one of you, whoever listens to this, you have helped me not feed my fear, but feed my opportunity, feed my dreams, feed my hopes for a better, more sustainable and socially just future. I am very grateful. Thank you.